It, it amazes me that to convince black people that Donald Trump cares about them, he takes pictures with celebrities. It, it's amazing to me. If Donald Trump cared about black people, he wouldn't have denigrated the president uh, with those claims of birtherism. He wouldn't have stoked fears and racist fears of saying this man is less than or is not one of us to become president. He wouldn't have, in the debates, talked about bringing back stop and frisk. Jeff Sessions would most certainly would not be his pick to head the Justice Department. Donald Trump takes pictures with black people. You know why you have a comedian, a rapper, and a football player uh, out to talk about the concerns of the community? Because that's the positions you're used to seeing us in. You'd have, rather have black people be football players, comedians, and rappers than the president. You'd rather see us run the ball than run the country. That's why you do it. I ain't going to never forget what you said about this man and how you got where you are. Some people might, but I never will. I'll never forget how you denigrated his family. I'll never get, forget how you stoked fears. Fuck you now and fuck you forever. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Stakes Society podcast. I'm Jones. And I'm Candace, And we're a real podcast having real conversations with real people. You can find us on SoundCloud. You can find us on Stitcher. You can find us on iTunes under the Stakes is High podcast. Get social with us. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We're also using the Stakes is High podcast hashtag. Check us out. And, and welcome, welcome to, to our, our podcast. podcast. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's <laughs> back? <laughs> what up, C? What up, Joan? <laughs> welcome back. Thank you. I missed you guys last week. Yeah, you missed a good one. Oh, my gosh. I messaged her. Oh, and told her Yes, I told her, thank you for coming on the show. Yeah. I'm so sorry that I didn't get to meet you. My, you know, my schedule was jacked up. And I was like, please come back because your story, yeah. I mean, it is, it's touching people all over the world. You know what? One thing that I forgot to talk to her about how it's affecting her, uh, how it's affecting her dating life yeah yeah and she was like that's a whole nother episode yeah so so come on back (laughs) yeah we gotta have her back on yeah Yeah. you know it'd be cool maybe we can do like a joint her and king k because that was kind of like sparked together you know what i mean i like that we figure a way to combine them but you know i think that would be you know that would be be pretty cool yeah so thank you so shout out to ryan 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 for coming on thank you for coming on it got great listens on that episode a lot of people hit me up and was like yo i really appreciated her you know, being transparent. Uh-huh. I told her you got to call him. Someone called me and told me that they can visualize as she was telling her story. I could too. I could too. Yeah. I, told I, her. I mean, I was so angry. <laughs> <laughs> like my blood pressure. Was, I was yeah. so mad listening. Just, just like, what? what? Yeah. I told her, I told her, I said, man, God trying to tell you something. Cause that's yeah. a, I mean, she got an ability. I mean, you know, that was a gift for her to just even. And the, the way she told it. Yeah. And you know, she didn't break down and you know, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so you guys just heard that clip. Sorry. I just kind of ignored the clip. You just heard. <laughs> that was D.L. Hewley. Um, I don't know if everyone is aware, but Steve Harvey yes. had a meeting with soon to be our president, President elect Donald Trump. He did. He's been getting a lot of slack behind <laughs> it. <laughs> As you heard D.L. Hughley, he was just saying, you know, his he gave his he didn't I don't he didn't mention he didn't mention He didn't mention Steve. Steve. He didn't mention Steve, but most definitely you knew who he was talking about. Yeah. You know. Uh, and of course rappers, Kanye. I don't, I don't know what football play. Oh, you talking about Jim Brown. Yeah. Jim Brown. Uh, as you guys know, uh, I don't even know why I tell you this every week, but we are at our spot. So <laughs> we're on location. Yeah, we're on location, so you hear a lot of the noise. I like the noise. I, I don't I'm the I love it. like it. So. I love the atmosphere. Yeah, but anyway, uh, he met with Jim Brown. I think that's who it was, Kanye, and now Steve Harvey. Um, so D.L. Hewley expressed himself. 
Very much so. <laughs> yeah. You know, Steve and like, you know, I think Kanye both said that, you know, he they were meeting with uh, Donald Trump to, you know, of course, talk about some of the issues in our community. Yeah. And, you know, different ways on how and different aspects on how to, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, fix some of the issues that we have in our black in the black community. So, see. Jones. How do you feel about that? <laughs> I honestly, I don't understand why. I mean, I, I, I get the need to pos- possibly meet with him, but in yeah. my thought process, he doesn't give a crap about us. Like, think so. the things that he said just about how he feels about the black community in general, how he feels like we're off from the ghetto, and mm-hmm. like, I don't feel like he has a real world view of black people, so I don't really think he cares. Right. So then meeting with him, I mean, I kind of feel like I could see, you know, them trying to, you know, cross the bridge and, you know, come in, I, we come in peace type situation, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And try to connect to see what is going on in his head, but honestly, right. I don't think... I, I don't think he has the mental capacity <laughs> to hold these kind of meetings. Yeah. I just, I mean, I don't, I don't understand why they're meeting with him. Well, you know me- what I mean? Well, I think, you know. I mean, I, mean, I, I, I see why, but okay. I don't, I don't think it's going to make a difference. Is what you, don't? you know, I don't, I don't. Cause I don't think he genuinely, I don't think he genuinely cares about what's going on in the black community. Yeah. You know, cause he doesn't know. And look, look at who he asked. I, wait, what do you mean? You don't I mean, think- the the people that he asked are high paid celebrities. It's not like he went down to, to you know a middle class neighborhood in Indianapolis and held a forum. You know he's talking to high, highly compensated celebrities. Yeah, you know. Um, so their view is going to be different. It's funny. I, I just read with. Uh, <laughs> I just read uh, little Duval. I follow him on. <laughs> oh, he is a mess. But he's kind of saying what you're saying. Honestly, he said, "Hey, celebrities, going to meet with Donald Trump. You mean well." but you're not going to change that nigga's agenda. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly it. I mean, I, I don't really feel like it's doing much good. I, I, I don't. I don't. You I know. Really don't. Okay, here's the thing. So I guess I kind of, I can see where you're coming from. And you know, I've always said this in the beginning. I was saying that I don't, I don't really think Donald Trump sits at home and he's this hardcore racist. I don't think that. Now, I think what happened during his campaign was that he... He he saw that he could become a voice of a, of a group of people who hadn't been talked to. Yeah, we've in a talked long about time. this. Yeah, right. So so I think that I think Donald Trump, hands down, I don't even think the angle of him not caring about black people. I don't think he cares about poor people. <laughs> I don't think he cares about. People. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't think he cares about poor people. So I guess I I guess in a sense of so. If if he does go out and these individuals try to, like you say, cross the bridge and have these conversations with them, I mean, someone has to do it. I mean, yeah. I you mean, know, so for like, for example, I mean, like in, 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 against I guess I can go against kind of like I play devil's advocate against D.L. Hughley. He was saying like comedians and, uh, you know, bouncing the ball or whatever he said. He said, that's all you see us as. Mm-hmm. My thing is. Who else appeals to us the most in our community right now? It's entertaining, right? You know, so, and especially this. So if you have the entertainers that can go, who are doing things in the community. So, like, let's say he goes getting LeBron James. Now you know what he's doing for his community. Right. Um, other, other athletes that are doing things in the community. So now they can say, okay, Donald, this is what you need to do because I'm fighting this fight every day. 
Is that, I mean, can you look at it like that? I mean, I, if, who cares what their profession is? No, it, it, it definitely, I definitely don't care about the profession. Right. I just, I just kind of wish it was, it just, honestly, it just doesn't feel organic. It feels, it feels very much calculated and very much, you know, so he can say, well, I met with the blacks. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't feel like it's genuine. But this is the thing. So, like, what should we do then? Honestly, I, I, I mean, I really don't. We're really not going to know what's going on with his administration until he, they're actually, you know, in the White House. And, I mean, we've seen some things already with, you know, the Senate repelling the ACA. And, mm. you know, we've seen a few things, but I don't think we're going to know a lot until we actually see, okay, who his cabinet is. I mean, we know who, who he wants. Everybody may not be confirmed, right. you know. I mean, but and a lot of them are controversial. And a lot, a yeah. lot of them are very controversial. So it's but and so and even in that, the people that he's chosen as a part of his cabinet mm-hmm. kind of show you to me how he feels about us. This is the in thing. my in my opinion. So here's the thing: Why do we as a people? Why do we always have to look at someone else to help us? I don't necessarily think it's us looking at us to help. For us, for other people to help us. Yes, I think we are because I mean, if you look at it, we we are saying Donald Trump. I mean, with Donald Trump because we need to figure out what we need to do for our community. We know what we need to do for our community. Why are we going to Donald Trump? Why don't we say, "Hey, black people, let's come together and do what we need to do for our for I, our community." I think some of us have have kind of already started doing that. I mean, it's. I, I just, I, it's just one of those situations but where some of us, we want to seat at the table, period. Well, I'm not even talking about some, see, I mean, I don't want to talk about like you and your circle of friends or me and my circle of friends. Yeah. I'm talking about the people who have voices in the community or voices that are heard in our community. For example, LeBron James's, the Steve Harvey's or whoever else that are the the people that entertain us, that has a voice in us, that we feel have the funds to be able to make a difference. For example, like we've, like I said a long time ago, you know, like one of the reasons why I respect LeBron James because what he's doing to his community, why I didn't like Michael Jordan because Michael Jordan didn't have a voice. Now, why do we need to meet with Donald Trump to say this is what we need to do for our community? I, I think it's it's more so... He's in the most powerful position in, you know, in the land and just kind of say, hey, what are you doing? But other but other groups haven't gone to Donald Trump and say, hey, what do we need to do? They figured they it out have, themselves. They don't, what other groups? The Asian community, the Jewish community, the Hispanic community. They say, hey, man, we we got to do it ourselves. Mm. What do you mean? Mm. They, they they go spend their own money. They spend their money together. They they build their community up. The Asians ain't never been like, hey, I'm going to go beg this president to do something for our community. They like, nah, we're going to do this ourselves. I mean, I see that. I just, it's one of those situations where we want a seat at the table. We, we, deserve, what, a, we, we deserve a seat at the table. Why do we need a, why do we need a seat at his table? Why? why? It's not necessarily. We create our own table. True. I mean, true. I can see that. I can see that. I too. don't need to sit and meet with him. We know what we need to do for our community. We know, like you said, at the end of the day, why do we have to convince him to meet with our so-called leaders in our community, which is, you know, I guess, like I said, I guess the entertainment has become the leaders of our community because, (laughs) but I'm not mad at that. I mean, as long as they're doing what they need to do, 
for the community. I don't like I said, I don't care what the profession is. And, and I don't and honestly, like I said, I don't feel like any of them called out to him. I think it was he made calculated moves to say, oh, hey, well, I met with this person. I, met with, I don't I mean, I don't even take, you know, stock into these meetings at all. I don't. I mean, I think so. I mean, if you think about it, like if you had to if you were in that position right now, you know, who are you reaching out to? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, who are you reaching out to in our community to say, at the end of the, you're not going to meet, you know, I can, I, we say Al Sharpton. Now, I have a different respect for Al, but as a whole, the community, you look at, you say his name, people turn their nose up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, people really don't turn their nose up to Steve Harvey until now. <laughs> you know, I think, no, you know, he's been called under everything he's under the sun. <laughs> cool. he's, been very, he's been very, very, just like even with his book, think, you know, act like a lady, think like a man. Like, he's very, he's very controversial. <laughs> I mean, I think so, man. But I think he'd be dropping jewels. I think he's, he is a story of coming, you know, fighting to get to the top, struggling and making it to the top. You know, I think. I can see that. You know what I mean? He, you know, at one time was homeless or whatever it is. So. What I'm saying is, I mean, not to keep it on Steve, but who do you call if you say, hey, man, I want to talk to some leaders in, in the black community? And I mean, I, I think there's a... Oprah? Oprah wasn't going to meet with him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even that, I mean, I think even with the Oprah conversation, I don't even think Oprah, you know, if you look at the, the new age, she's not probably as popular as it was, you know, when we were younger. Who do you call? You got to call the LeBron Jameses. You got to call, you know, the. There are, there are young black, you know, activists that he could call. There are young. He could he could work with, you know, the young senators. I mean, there are other people that he could call. I'm talking about that are known on a national level that can have a voice to where people are like, okay. He could okay. he could have he could have called Cory Booker. <laughs> you can ask your average 20 year old right now who Cory Booker is. I guarantee he'd be you like. You think they know? Uh, 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 no, nah, but you ask who LeBron James is. I mean, it's. You know I what I mean? So, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I, mean, I, you, I know. I know exactly. What yeah, you're saying. so that's what I'm saying. Like, who, who, who's his voice? You know. So, yeah. I don't know, man. I think you know. At the end of the day, man. You know. If we want to have, you know, I kind of get what you mean by have that seat at the table. You know, I think I want to be able to have a, you know, I don't think we need him to fix our community. All oh, we need definitely is each not. other. We don't, we don't need but him. But if, you know, you want to have, you know, uh, if, if the, like you said, the head of, you know, the, the, the head man in charge, if he is willing to sit down with us or whoever and say, what can I do and genuinely mean it? I don't have a problem with it. I don't have a problem with Steve Harvey doing that thing. Mm-hmm. It was just his time. He may have been a little suspect. I think, you know, right before he come in, Obama gives this crazy, great speech. And then next thing <laughs> you know, Steve Harvey standing up here with him. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's con- definitely controversial. <laughs> it's definitely controversial. Yeah. So <laughs> I think it was, uh, you know, maybe his timing was a little bad. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, man. What else is up? Eddie Long passed. Eddie Long passed. Um, <laughs> Why you say it like that? <laughs> I'm, I'm very much so. Um, yeah, no, I seen this uh, look on your face when I told you he was going to be talking about Eddie Long. What's, I, what's I'm going ju- on? I'm just on the fence with this whole situation. I mean, I feel on like. The fence of what? I feel like it's one. Of, it's another one of the bla- one of the elephants in the room in the black community where, you know, he did people harm. Right. You know what I'm saying? And don't get me wrong. I, 
rest in peace to him. There's still, there's still. Why a, are you resting in peace? Here's my thing. If you feel bad about something, I mean, if he hurt Here's people. my thing. Prayers with his family. He still, you know, someone still lost their dad. Someone still lost their husband, you know. But outside of that, like, I'm good on him. Like, I don't know. Like, I just feel like I'm not going to defend him. I'm not going to. I would not have attended his church. Right. I just, I, I'm not in the business of protecting so, the predators. So what, are, so what are you saying? What do you. I'm I'm not in the business of protecting the predator. No, I mean, oh, said so the predator. Okay, yeah, so, like so. I I just I'm not I'm not here for that, and I think we do that a lot in our communities where, you know, we know we have that uncle that touches on little girls, but we mm-hmm. don't say shit, and it pisses me off. Yeah. and it's no different than him. He he stood up in the pulpit every Sunday, and people knew what he was doing and what he had done, and they still defended him. And it's yeah, and we do the I, I same think- thing to R. Kelly. He married Aaliyah at 15. You're yeah. pissing on little girls. We can't keep defending these people. We cannot. We have to protect the victim, not the predator. You know, one thing that I had a problem with, Eddie, you know, I, I agree with you. I agree. I think that, you know, no, I don't. I'm not mourning. I don't, I don't, first of all, I don't know him. So right. I'm not mourning him. I'm right. not posting nothing that says RIP Eddie Long. You know, my thing is, you know, what about the people, that the little boys? What that about he the hurting? victims? And, and that's my thing. Like, so, but my thing is this, like. Here's the problem that I've had with Eddie Long, you know, other than, you know, the whole prosperity preaching and all that. Oh, you, you know, know but, I, you know, that's a whole nother thing. Oh, my God. But I remember one time, man, I seen this dude getting like this uh, cape put on him and uh, it was this cape they were putting over him like he was just some God, you know. But, you know, that's a whole different story. But that's a whole nother episode. Yeah. So my thing is this. So the problem that I had with Eddie Long was you out here going to different countries to mess with little boys. And then, so because it's legal, and then you coming back to the pulpit condemning gays, right? Like, like a leader of the speaking out against homosexuals. Yeah, and and you know they, you know that quote where they say, you know, the loudest person usually has that skeleton <laughs> in the closet. Yeah, man. Like, you know, what I mean? it's just, it just, it bothers me that, I mean, it, it's it's the same thing with how we how, with Bill Cosby. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I don't think Bill Cosby getting a break. <laughs> People been killing. But 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 do you see what I'm saying? Like yeah. we never think about that victim. Even people are saying, well, they were they were older, so they should have known. What about better. Michael Jackson? It's the same thing. It's, it's but I don't think Mike Jack was ever. I think it was always. There was always that that verdict was always out. I I think that was just you know a, a speculation type situation. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, I think this, like you know you look at Eddie Long. There, there, there evidence are was, that evidence was like whoa. He yeah. messed with the boys. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Bill Cosby. You know I think Bill Cosby. You know money and, and that's wordplay of a lawyer. The power. Got him. The, yeah. Same yeah. thing with R. Kelly. It's the power and you know the money and the position that these people are in. Have people forgave R. Kelly though? Some people have. Yeah, his concerts probably still. He know. he still sells out concerts. He but can you separate the two? Can you just be like, I love this music, I love this art. It's I don't you know what? As a mom of a daughter. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. No it's doubt. just like, I'm had Aaliyah been my child. What? Mm-hmm. Oh, we we bring in the. But guns. how old was R. Kelly back then? I'm not he even was, talking about that, because I mean, he was in his thirties. She was fifteen. Was he in his thirties at that yes. time? Yes. Yes. He was in his thirties. Either way, it doesn't matter. Either way, it's still wrong. Like that's that's the thing we need to. There is. So no what if she was sixteen? Would you have been cool with that? No. 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 She is a minor. No. 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 See, I don't. I, my thing is this: sixteen. I'm not saying I would ever. Thirty. I, I, there's nothing I see in a sixteen-year-old. I don't care if I'm twenty. There's nothing. Well, maybe a twenty, but. 
And when I was about, you know, 25 or, you know, when I was an adult adult, yeah. there's nothing I've seen in a 16-year-old. But 16 is, I look at 16 a little bit different than I look at 13 and 14. You know what I'm saying? When, you know, what I mean, was the one girl, what was uh, Sparkle's? Little her niece, yeah, she was younger than 15. She was, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that was a little different, man. I think there's a different because you could have a 16 year old who then got emancipated and they living in this world. You'd be like, I, but I don't know, That's, you but know. you're still 16. And I think in some states, you know, 16, you know, as long as it's consensual, you can do it. I'm talking about 13, you know, I, like, I just but 15 I, is, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not, I, I guess I'm just trying to, trying to see the other side of it, but. I, I can't see the other side. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I just, you know, what I'm saying, especially you know, being being a because she wasn't sixteen, but you know, I, and I just, I just, I want this whole. How old was he in public announcement? <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> public announcement. That's when he was messing with I her. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I just, I always forget about them. Uh, yeah. I just, I just don't. I mean, we we crucify the victim. Didn't he marry her? He married her. Yeah, he did. Let me he see. He married her. Was. Did all this stuff and married her? At, like, dude, <laughs> you're disgusting. That's nasty. That that is that is. She was sick. hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm reading it. Now. That's sick. That's oh wait, sick. it said 17 years ago. Okay. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. I'm trying to see how old he was. He was old. He was old, old though. Old enough to know better, Jones. It don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. He's old yeah, enough to know he better. Got, he he was something. But nah, I mean back to back to uh, Eddie Long. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, yeah, it's all good. <laughs> nah, I just, I just really, I just really hope people, instead of you know, you know, victimizing the victim even more, just think about what they're, think about how they're probably feeling right now. What if some of them never got closure? You know what I'm right, saying? Right. His, you know. Maybe now in his death, they can have peace. Maybe now they can start to rebuild. Yeah. You know? I mean, you know, my thing is if loved ones really loved him, you know, the thing is when we start talking about, uh, you know, religion, you know, Christianity, you know, people, you know, being forgiven for their mistakes. And, and, and totally. And I their mean, sins, you know, I think that maybe, you know, just even looking from. Uh, yeah, she was 15. He was 20. I told you <laughs> old enough to know better. <laughs> Yeah, Old enough to know better. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, R. Kelly, you tripping. But no, you know, back back to what I was saying. Um, you know, man, maybe, you, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we can feel how we feel. But if you are a religious person and you believe in forgiveness and... You know, God forgiving you, you know, mm-hmm. hey, man, that's for him to deal with. Yeah, I mean, and, and but, you know, I mean, I still I'm a human and I'm still have my my opinion of I don't know if God forgave him or not. I don't know. I don't know if he asked for forgiveness. But at the end of the day, you know, I'm with you. I, I look at those victims and what he did and then just speaking against homosexual. And, and bro, you're doing the same thing. Right. <laughs> so. and, and that's that's another thing that just pisses me off so much about church we put all these different things and you know sins i say in quotations and we bash people and we push people out and we wonder why so many people are turning away i'm glad you are talking about church because hey guys i'm getting ready to play this next clip and i want to find out what c thinks about this next clip (laughs) all right so give us a second and uh hold on check this clip out all right one second here we go i now know that without a shadow of a doubt the bible was manufactured for control 
I understand this. You don't, and that's okay. So you have a right to be upset because you've never been told these things. I am a teacher. My job is to teach you things you don't already know. Now, what you have to understand is this. If I say something that is outside of your realm of knowledge, okay, look it up. Don't just get mad at me and tell me I'm wrong and tell me, well, I have personal experiences. You don't even know where I'm coming from. Well, I've done all the research you've done. No, you haven't. You may think you have, but until you sit down and have a real conversation with me, you will never know where I'm coming from. So when I tell you I believe in God, I do. But when I tell you I don't believe in the Bible or any character in the Bible, any, all of them are fake. All of them are manufactured. None of them ever existed historically. Now, understand where I'm coming from because I'm trying to make this video short. On one platform, you have literature, spiritual literature. This is where you get Jacob, John, Matthew, Mark, Luke, Jesus, Judah, okay, Daniel, Ruth, all these names, literature on a historical platform where you're looking to see if things actually existed, if the world truly was ended by water. These things never happened. So what we're reading in this book are not things that correspond with his story, okay? Historical evidence does not back the Bible. If what you believe in is not backed by historical evidence, you have been deceived. What I'm looking at is real things. Oh, Kevin, you're programmed. No, I no longer believe in talking snakes, dragons, unicorns. Yes, unicorns are in the Bible. I no longer believe in any of that stuff. Okay, I believe in what I see and what I see and what I have looked at myself and put my hands on is relics that predate Adam's existence by, by thousands of years. I've seen them myself. So you can say, well, I believe that God fashioned man from clay and that's fine. I believe that God fashioned man from clay just like the Bible said 7,000 years ago. Okay, well, who built the Sphinx? Because that's been here since way before Christianity, way before Adam ever existed. So so I thought that in the beginning the world was dark and the null and void and God looked at the face of the earth and, and informed all these things and then said they were good. But then later on in the Bible, he regretted making man. But we say God don't make mistakes. Listen, there's no way you're going to convince me that this God that you believe in, who inspired, so-called inspired the word of God, is okay with slavery. There's no way. When your Bible teaches you that slavery is okay, that what our ancestors went through is okay with God, then I have a problem with that. I see. What you think? What you think about the brother? Oh, <laughs> man. That, I mean, it's, it's definitely a controversial issue. I mean, I know people that have been in his position, that are mm -hmm. in his position now, who um, have um, denounced the Bible. So for everyone, that is, uh, he's an ex-pastor. His name is uh, Kevin Wesley. So he leaves his church, and if you if you check him out, he's on. That was just a piece of the clip. Um, I didn't want to play the whole thing, but you know his he he kind of expresses on some of the reasons why he left the church, just like you guys heard in the clip. Um, so check him out. You know, it's very very interesting. You know, and and like C said, I think um, I know a lot of people who feel the same way. Yeah. Um, you know. And, you know, at times I question I question every story in the Bible, every, you know, like I said, man, they talk. I about got in trouble growing up because, you know, I was always an avid reader. And so, you know, 
growing up and you learned about the Bible story. So I, I read a lot about them and I always went, I'm like, well, how did this happen? Like, I got, in, I mean, my, not necessarily in trouble, but my parents were just like, okay, you know, here, go look it up. Like, this is why, you know, and of course, you know, they always brought me back to the Bible, but like we had a concordance in my house. I'm, like my father is a Bible scholar. Uh-huh. He knows the Bible. Right. So, you know, it was one of those things. I question it and I still do. I, I still do very much so question it. And, you know, people say, well, you know, the word of God is infallible. And, you know, but people, I'm like, one thing I love about my, my education is that I learned the Bible mm-hmm. in undergrad. Like, that's one of the things. I went to a Christian college, and so they taught Bible courses. Like, we did an entire course mm-hmm. on the Old Testament, an entire course on the New Testament, an entire section on math. Like, they taught the Bible, and my instructor was a, was a historian. Mm-hmm. You know, and even he was like, some of these, you know, facts don't necessarily match up. He goes, but I have to have the faith to believe that what I'm reading you know what I know to be true is true so I mean it, it's one of the things in when you're in especially in the black church you don't question the bible mm-hmm. you know you don't question you know what somebody's preaching just like how we have so many preachers now preaching prosperity gospel which is like you can't preach prosperity gospel to people who can't manage their funds like it doesn't work like that right but it's I, I've seen where this guy's coming from because I know people that have experienced what he's experienced, and yeah. it, it's life changing. Yeah, you know, and I th- and and you know, as people who don't think the unicorn is in the Bible, I mean, they talk about it. It's in Job, so I looked it up. It's in Job thirty nine, uh, chapter thirty nine, verses nine through twelve. Yeah. So, and they talk about dragons in the yeah. <laughs> in I mean, the there's. Bible. I mean, so you know, I wonder if like okay, so you know, a lot of times, you know. A lot of people, a lot of people say, I mean, like they said, the Bible, it is what it is. It's, right. it's the words are, you know, don't question the Bible. Right. A lot of people say that. But yeah. what people forget is that the Bible was written, it was given to man mm-hmm. and it's been passed down from person to person. That's why there's so many different versions. You know what I'm saying? There's. But does the context change? The, I, I feel like the context ha- hasn't necessarily changed. Yeah, I mean, it, but it, it, they kind of the, give it in a different. There's grammatic. different. There's different translations. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I'm saying. And, and and the Bible was written by several different people. That's why the account. If you look at you know, Mark, James, Luke, John, mm-hmm. that that account during that time of Jesus' life is told from a different perspective by every different person. They all saw it differently. Yeah, and like the gentleman said, you know, even just talking about the pyramids and the time of the pyramids and. And also the, you know, you know, when the Bible was wrote and when they said even Christianity in the timeline of Christianity, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of things there. So what does it boil down to? Does it boil down to your faith? That for me. And, and so my takeaway from the video was, you know, and, and, and that's fine. Like, I'm glad that he is, you know, questioned himself enough to I mean, even the Bible says study to show to show yourself approved. Mm-hmm. So he has studied and he and he I love that he pointed out he goes, I'm not saying that I don't believe in God. I'm saying I don't believe in the Bible. And those are two different things. And people for people take that on is when you say, Well, I don't believe in the Bible, well you don't believe in Jesus. That's not what I'm saying. Because if you believe in God, you believe in Jesus because God and Jesus are God, Jesus and the Holy Spirit are one in three persons. So I like that but, he said that he still believes in but God. How can you not believe in the Bible but believe in Jesus? If you and, and, and then so it so it's God, how, so, it's how so you my, look at so my thing is Jesus this, right. So I mean, uh, someone can say they believe in God. I mean, because Muslims believe in God, right? 
I think that when you know when someone says I have I believe in a higher being, meaning they believe in God, that doesn't always mean that they. That doesn't always mean Christian God. Which means Christian is Christ-like, meaning you know you right. believe in the Son of God. Right. So, and your blueprint and or your your way of life is structured by the Bible. Right. So, if you don't believe in the Bible. Do you believe in Jesus? You see what I'm saying? Like, I mean, and, and again, like, I would, I would, I wish you could have him on, <laughs> just <laughs> right. to talk to him, you know. And but see. I mean, he he just, I mean, he basically said the Bible's a lie. That, I mean, that's, that's the said. title of his YouTube that's, videos. That's the title. And for me, like, I've always said this, just like how we, you know, you can say you can go to church, go to church, go to church, but you never actually have a relationship. For me, it's about relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, you may not ever step foot in church and have corporate prayer, but you talk to God every day, who you believe to be your higher power, your source, who you connect with. So, so um, do you think the Bible's full of parables? I've always, I've always felt, um, especially the Old Testament. I mean, the Old Testament is a parable itself. Um, I feel like it's it's a collection of stories. It's a collection of ways that God showed Himself to His people. I mean, I've it's always kind of been a, not necessarily for me, the old Testament isn't not necessarily a guidebook because if we live by the old Testament, I wouldn't be here with you today. <laughs> if we think about it. Yeah. But, um, I mean, there's, there's, there's some rules of the old Testament. Yeah. I mean, the old Testament is biblical law. It's, bi- it's basically yeah, like law. A man can't be in the same room of a woman who's, who's on, her, on her period. Yeah. Yeah. Like stuff like that. So, <laughs> so I feel like, I feel like that, you know, is law based, but when but it's get, still in the Bible. It's still in the Bible, and and again, like I said, when Judgment Day comes and God pulls up my <laughs> file, He's like, "Well, you don't believe da 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 da." Yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, I don't," because you know, it's one of those things where I don't get it. Like, see, yeah. like I'm telling you, when Judgment Day comes, I mean, the man <laughs> is just basically saying, like, I mean, if you look at if you look at documents of history, you know, showing that. Most things in history that have been documented or things that happen in history have been documented. And these things that are in the Bible, there's really no documented proof. There's no documented proof that Moses split the sea. There's no there's no documented. Then how did it get in the Bible? <laughs> you know, and, <laughs> and basically what he was saying so much in, in, in so many in so many words. And a lot of people think that our religion is basically a way of control. I mean, I've I've studied that and I've I've seen I actually had to um, do that for a final had to talk about um, religion and how religion, you know, I is mean, a source you know, for some people and it's oh, it is. I it's, mean it's a, a, a lot of people believe that the Bible was brought here to control people. I mean, because when you think about it, especially us as African Americans, Christianity is not our known religion. Yeah, we had this conversation before. We have, but no, <laughs> I'm not even think about control. Think if it's just the law of the land. It was a law of the land. Like, we have speeding, speeding, like, we can't go on 465, we can't go 85 because the speed limit is whatever it is. I do what I want. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, though, <laughs> yeah. it was the law of the land, it, you right, know, right. and that was, the, the church was the government and the Bible and the rules of the Bible was the law of the land. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, why we, it's why so we still have so much crap today. <laughs> and that's why I think a lot of it was tweaked. To be like, wait, hold on. So shout out to um, my frat brother, Will. So I remember one time, a long time ago, he was telling me, giving me, because he's a historian. So he was giving me some, kicking some knowledge to me. And he was saying, like, if you look at, if you look at the, 
the law in China, right? Mm -hmm. To where I think they just lifted it. But forever you can only have two kids, yeah. one kid or one two kids. Kid. Yeah. But anyway, that was because of population purposes. Mm -hmm. So when they said, he said what happened back in that time when that law came of, of no premarital sex, it was because a way of controlling the population. Hmm. So what happened was people wouldn't get married. They were just like, I'm having sex with you. I'm having baby by you, baby by you, baby by you. <laughs> and what was happening was like, it, and it's the same thing that's kind of going on with America now. If we continue to go at the rate and people living longer and longer, there's going to be a we're going to we're going to run out of supplies to be able to to live. Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It, it's just a it's just a the way of the it's just natural order. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So if more people are living living longer, you know, resources and everything like that are going to you know, we're going to start having issues. That's why they say the government is controlling us with disease and, you know, all the different diseases popping up and all the different things where people are dying sooner mm -hmm. because what's happening, people are living longer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. the whole cycle of that. But anyway, you know, man, I kind of feel, dude, you know, because I think anybody who that's close to our age or or younger I think they kind of feel the way he does, you know, when it comes to church and when it comes to questioning church, because people older, they were like, you don't question God. You better not question God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just it's, believe what the preacher says. Right. I mean, it's, it's definitely one of those things. I'm thankful that I had parents that allowed me to question. I, I was that kid that asked why, 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 yeah. you know, because I, I mean, because I, it didn't make sense to me. I wanted to know. Yeah. And so, I mean, I, I think, but I think too, a lot of people now, we, and we've talked about this, I think people are now getting outside of that church mentality and yeah. they're getting into relationship mentality and they're getting into, you know, like some of the things in the Bible when they say God doesn't make mistakes. Well, some of the things that happen are because you made the mistake, not God. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, and I, and I think. Well, that meant the preacher said something about that, about God saying. Yeah, he said about, that. You know, not create man. Like, well, God don't make mistakes. Right. So it's so <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, accountability yeah. and, you know, being a better person and treating people right and mm. being honest and, you know, having love for your community and your fellow man. It's it's again, it's about relationship and you can a lot you may not necessarily get that in corporate church you may yeah. get that when you know you go out to a retreat and you ha you know have a worship leader and you talk about why god painted the sky blue you know what i'm saying it's but i think you know once again i don't think that i don't think a lot of preachers are going to be having the conversation that this gentleman's having oh definitely not you know one i'm sure he's probably catching hell yeah you know and you know i just think like you said it just goes to you know a lot of churches and a lot of preachers are keeping you know, uh, you, they don't want to make church too deep. One is because you lose the interest of the individual. So, like, you got to kind of keep it. You got to kind of keep it good. You got to kind of feel good. You got to make people feel good. And you got to <laughs> make people have hope. Because, I mean, that's what people need today. You know, you need hope. You need you to feel good. You need to know that, you know, there's a better day tomorrow. You know, so anyway. But staying on religion, um, shout out to D from the Danny and Cleo show. Yeah. Uh, check their show out. They are on SoundCloud. It's a, uh, they have a really cool show. Well, anyway, let me tell you about their show. Their show is uh, husband and wife. Good show, man. You guys got to check have, them they out. They have great content. Yeah. 
But um, he sent the question, and I think it's I think it's I think it's kind of relevant because we are on religion. So with our last show, you know, Ryan spoke of being a virgin and losing her virginity to her husband. D sent us a question. Do you get that question, C? Where's that question that D sent us? Let me see. Oh, okay. Here it is. All right. So D came with the question, do religious people really only care about virginity and most things sexual? Yeah. Great question. I agree so hardly with this question because I think I've met so many people saying that who are who are very religious they go out and drink, they go out and party, but they are virgins, and that seems like, you know, that they will not break their virginity because if they do, they are going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> and I think in the church, you know, I think, you know, being a virgin is praised, you know, and just like if a woman has sex, you know, or a, or, or a kid has sex or whatever, it's almost looked down upon big time oh, in definitely. churches. It's like, oh, you, it's, the, it's the biggest down. sin. Yeah, You get sat down. <laughs> Yeah, and why is that? Why do you think that is? I, I just feel like it's an old, an old biblical rule of, yeah. and that the churches have picked up, and it's kind of like, I wish, that, like now, I wish somebody would <laughs> try that. But it's still, I mean, it's still happening to this day, yeah. and I just, I just kind of feel like we, it's one of the main re- reasons because we don't have honest conversations about sex in church at all, or in our culture of the, as Americans. You know what I mean? I mean, it's sex and sex is very much tied to shame. Yes, yes. And I mean, the fact that you could even say, you know, that you like sex. I mean, for instance, I mean, we. Yeah, if you say, say you we, like sex and you're not married, and you're not oh, married. She's oh, a hoe. God, she's a hoe. Yeah. And you're just like, or, okay, oh, he out there. Yeah, I yeah. mean, and and a lot of it is because we teach, especially to women. We teach, be a virgin, be a virgin, be a virgin. Yeah, and if and you don't, you're going to catch a disease. And if you and you're don't, you're going to catch a disease. You're going to yeah. get pregnant. You're going to, you know. Yeah. But then can't we say. You can't go to college. You can't do this and you can't do that. Yeah. But then we say, go ahead and get married. So then this person waits and they're a virgin when they get married and they have no idea how sex is supposed to work. Because, yeah. and, and I'm not. They don't appreciate the beauty of sex. They don't appreciate the beauty just, of uh, sex. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, literally like. Because it's been shamed. Because it's life. been shamed. Yeah. So the whole thought process behind it becomes this whole. And that's a lot of the reason why Ryan didn't have such a great connection with her husband. Mm. It's because she didn't know what was working for her. Yeah, exactly. And because exactly. her whole life she's been taught. Be a virgin, be a virgin, be a virgin. And, yeah. and again, don't even think about sex. Don't, don't even think about sex. To it. Don't even start and, messing and, with a guy. And I'm not necessarily saying that, that thought process, if that's your thought process, go ahead. I mean, do that. You know, but yeah. I am not, I, I don't want my child to be crying on her wedding night. You know what I'm saying? Because she's in so much pain and it's terrible. Like, that's a trauma. That yeah. creates a traumatic experience. Yeah, your first time is terrible. I mean, First time I had sex, I didn't know what I was doing. Right. I'm like, Nobody does. <laughs> <laughs> Shout you, out to my cousin Eric. He uh, <laughs> he got me my first piece, and I don't even know what the heck I was doing. <laughs> I'm like, what I the mean, hell? But but you know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. it's we don't teach about sex. We teach the negative side of sex. We don't teach you know how positive that sex is and how you know you release endorphins and how you know it's it's more than just you know but the bible says i mean i'm saying i mean (laughs) and again like it's it's one of those things that we we don't we don't talk about especially especially in the black community but especially in church well so here's the thing 
if the Bible says it and you are a Christian and you do believe that, I'm not knocking your belief. No, me neither. But here's the thing. Here's the problem that I guess kind of I guess where D is coming with. And maybe this is how I feel. Why is everything else kind of looked at as minor? You sitting here eating and getting getting big as hell and, you know, <laughs> um, just stuffing your face when you're not hungry or all these other things that the Bible discusses. You know, we don't even bring it up. No, we don't. We don't even talk about it. But when it comes to sex, it's put on a spotlight. Oh, yeah. I don't I don't know why that is, man. It's just, it's, it's unreal, like, how everything else is kind of looked at, like, you know, sex is almost looked at as, like, murder. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it, it's, it has a negative connotation attached to it, and it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense at all. So, I don't, I mean, I don't understand why people still allow themselves to be shamed by that yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. i mean it's and, and honestly i just feel like we need we need to just start having real conversations <laughs> about sex it's not it's not a dirty word it's not a bad thing yeah. yeah you know i mean i think you can have sex and you can make sex beautiful and still tell a kid you know wait for the right person wait for the right and it right yeah so right. maybe we can get past that so maybe if the maybe and that's a good way i you know i guess a way that we can discuss it hey man sex is beautiful you were created from sex right you know sex is a good thing you know here's proper ways of using protection here's proper ways of right you right. know doing all these things instead of right. just looked at like nope don't do it i don't care what you're thinking about don't do it <laughs> <laughs> it's nuts. It's nuts. Yeah, man. I mean, because I, I mean, my parents didn't necessarily preach that whole, you know, wait until you're married. Right. They were very much so like, if you're going to do it, you know, talk to us so that we mm-hmm. can have, you know, an educated conversation. And my parents are very open about that. Like, it's, right. th- you know, they were like, okay, if you're going to do it, you know, make sure you're protected. And, you know, mm-hmm. this is this is what happens. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't right. it wasn't this whole scary situation for me growing up. Yeah, man. Yeah, and, we got to change our conversation. I'm going to create that for Madison. I'm not going to make it scary for her. Yeah. Because nah. I don't want her to have that attached. Yeah, because if you make it scary and when they do do it, and they're probably going to do it before they get married, you know, if that happens, then you can start having these conversations of really trusting and they can be not afraid to come to you and say, hey, mom. Right. I'm thinking about it. Or, right. hey, mom, right. last night I did. Right. Or, hey, dad, I'm thinking about it. Okay, cool, man. Here, let's go shopping for some condoms. Right, right, right. And, and even see, you know, like. Do you know how to put it on? Right, yeah. <laughs> you know right. I, mean? I mean, have have real. Putting fear in somebody doesn't necessarily make them not do it. Right. No, that makes them want to do it. It makes them want to do yeah. it. Because now you've attached this whole system to it's like well now i'm really even more intrigued so tell me more so but like even like if church had a sexual class a sex education class man next church would get condemned like a month but but really though (laughs) really but why shouldn't they? why shouldn't they because you know what i'm saying like do they even teach do they have sex education in school anymore uh well i graduated from high school 15 years ago and it wasn't necessarily i remember i did in high school but i mean i'm i've been out of school for man forever it wasn't necessarily sex education, but it, you did a unit on... In health class. Right. You did yeah. a unit on in health class. And, and it's literally like a six-week... And nowadays, you actually have to have like a sign-off on it, like to say if you want your so kid to take crazy. the class. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. That is crazy. So, yeah. Yeah. 
Those same people, I guarantee, get mad because there's prayer because they don't pray in school anymore. I'm sure they do. I guarantee you. I guarantee you the same people who will not sign up for their kid to take sex education will say, why do they take prayer out of school? <laughs> it's crazy, Living man. Those, those, yeah. Living in the dark ages. Anyway, I'm sorry you missed last week. I... Yeah, Ryan Jones, Ryan that was an amazing ep- I literally was sitting, I was just, because y'all know I listen to my podcast. And I was just like, oh my gosh, <laughs> Ryan, you're so awesome. You're so amazing. Yeah, I was so, so thankful for her transparency. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it was it was me and C this week. So next week we are bringing a guest back on. Um, yeah. Yeah, we got a guest coming back. We got so. a guest coming back. <laughs> well, not yet. Guest coming. <laughs> Maybe it's a return guest. Uh, hopefully, this individual that's supposed to be on, he's he's he he's supposed to. Um, he said he'll come back. So, yeah, keep our fingers crossed. But anyway, if not, it'll be me and C, or we'll keep a couple guests on standby. So, I think I, I like doing a guest. I yeah. think it's. A topic. I mean, I love you, but I like guests too. Yeah, the topic <laughs> topic based. I think that I like that. Just where people are telling the story. So, but anyway, we this week we trying to we kind of changed it up a little bit. We gave y'all a couple clips to listen to. So, um, hopefully, you guys enjoyed this episode. And you know, we gonna try to keep this content coming. <laughs> and uh, you know, you got any last words, see? You know, thank you guys for listening, really yeah. and truly. Thank you for taking time out to listen to us. If you haven't got your shirt, yes. check out uh, Instagram. Hit us up. Yeah, Jones has up. shirts. Yeah, we're going to get some sweatshirts soon. Yes. But right now, I'm trying to get rid of these shirts. And, and thanks to everybody who purchased shirts. shirts. Yeah, yeah, thank, yeah you. thank you. Thank you for rocking it and wearing yeah, it. Yeah, I'm putting everybody who, if you have a shirt and you haven't sent me a picture yet, please send me a picture. And if you want a shirt and send a picture, you're going to get put on the, you know, the thank you list for sure. So, um, you want to do shout outs today? You know what? I got a whole long shout out to everybody. Yeah, like everybody. timelines are like popping. Like we thank y'all for the love. Thank you for sharing and thank yeah. you for commenting and, you know, um, giving us love and feedback. We really do appreciate it. Um, I went in and gave feedback on iTunes this weekend to everybody that I listen to. Because, uh, so you know, that's one thing, you know, while we are on SoundCloud, you can check us out on Stitcher and iTunes and, yeah. you know, we're everywhere you want to be. So check us out. So here's the thing. Instead of us saying everyone uh, that we listen to uh, this week, you know, next week we'll bring it back. But if you want to see who we listen to, uh, check us out on SoundCloud. Yes. We repost who we listen to. Yes. You know, we repost all the people that show us love and the individuals we show love. So check us out there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Good episode, see? Great episode, Jones. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Don't forget to leave us a comment. Yeah, leave comments, subscribe, uh, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. Just like at church, bring a friend, you bring a friend, (laughs) have a friend, bring a friend. So, yeah, pass it on. (laughs) Copy and paste the link and email it to them, text it to them. And listen, if you haven't listened to our last episode, episode 51, 51, Mm -hmm. uh, check that out. And if you want to know how that episode came about, you have to check out the King K episode, yes. which was episode 50. 50. Yes. Yes. So episode 50. Check that out. You will kind of see where these two episodes kind of connect with each other. But until then, thanks for listening to the Stakes is High podcast. Good night. Peace.